Hello and welcome to the Fence End Podcast. Now, it's been a fair while and it's all my fault, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it's because I'm, I'm doing a pantomime and uh, that's why my voice sounds horrendous. <laughs> um, it's fairly tired. Um, but here we are doing a pod very early on a Sunday morning. Um, so thank you um, for waking up and talking to me. Uh, Fraser, hello. Hello, good morning. And Simon, hello. Good morning. Uh, talking to me makes it sound like I've got my own radio. <laughs> <laughs> Joining me this morning are. Oh. Yeah. 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 I, hope, is... I hope Tim appreciates this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so do I. Hi, so Tim. Can... Sorry, yeah. Tim. Hi, yeah, Tim. Sorry, very Tim. Early. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, sir. Thank you, sir. Um, <laughs> right, so this is how long it's been. Um, if I say Exeter, Walsall, Shrewsbury, Milton Keynes, City and Wickham. That's how many games we've had since our last pod. It's like the old days when we used to take an hour. <laughs> um, so let's gloss over some of these. Um, Exeter, because it was nil-nil and then went to penalties, there was this, have we lost? Haven't we lost? In my opinion, we had lost. But fortunately, we were rubbish against MK. So yeah. that sorts that debate. Um, Walsall, it's good to get through in the FA Cup. It's a bit more money, so that's fantastic. Um, Shrewsbury... Uh, it just a dreadful game, dreadful. Absolutely dictated by a poor referee. Um, yeah, it was miserable. <laughs> um, so focusing on the last three um, in in more detail, MK. Um, yeah. A, a a poor side against a very poor side. I think. Well, <clears throat> can I? I can let you know uh, sort of how dull the game was in the. What happened during the game was Simon and I worked out where each other was sitting <laughs> by photographs we took of the general stadium and figured out where the other person was based on what they could see in the photo. That's how exciting the game was. Yeah, it's yeah. when you realise um, a, a few seasons, I'd say a few seasons ago, it was in, in the conference, but we, um, my dad and I had a whole discussion about what the flavour of crisps was of a bag. <laughs> That was floating along the, the touchline. It was cheese and onion, if anyone's Did it turn into, like, a massive Christmas Day argument sort of thing? Were you going, no, like, no, look, no. you prick? It was pure discussion. <laughs> pure okay, discussion. Right. Okay, like all right. That. Well, firstly, is that, is that Walker's or another brand? Because another brand is definitely blue. We yeah. both agreed on that very Well, straight early. away you'd go cheese and onion if that was Walker's. If it's Walker's, but other ones... That's Golden Wonder there. is a green for... I mean, yeah, we, exactly. we're, doing it, we're doing it ourselves now, aren't we? Yeah, and, and this is exactly what it was. It was a good ten minutes of the game. Um, this is what they've waited five weeks for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, essentially. Um, so, yeah, MK was a, an awful game, but it caused um, a bit of a bounce back, I think. Um, that's fair to say. The City game, I know the stats that everyone's everyone's called out are the, the same ones, really. It, most shots anyone's had against City under Pep. Um, more shots on target than they had. Um, yeah. A lot of them were fairly tame, but we were creating. We were, we were breaking them down. And that's things that other, um, other teams haven't been able to do. Um, it's just a shame we couldn't put the ball in the net. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know a few people have gone, oh yeah, well done, you've beat City's beating. But again, we had made a load of changes. And their B team was worth 360 million and still featured Raheem Sterling. Yeah, it was in the front three. And Jesus came on. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So, you know, yeah, they did make some changes, but so did we and so so does everyone. And I think we gave a a flipping good show of ourselves. (laughs) Yeah, we did. I mean, the moment... 
okay, I know the goal maybe should have been chalked off, but, you know, who cares? It wasn't. So, I mean, the moment that went in, oh, my God, it was just <laughs> pandemonium. How many have City scored like that in the last three years? Well, quite, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's, it, it's the type of thing that a Premier League team does. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, you know, brilliant, quick thinking. Great yeah. to see. Um, it's, it, it always annoys me when... You know, some reports say it's Fosse who takes a free kick. Some reports say it's Baptiste takes a free kick. Just because the 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 pundits that that go on to that game don't look at League One at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we've had that for years. I remember um, James Collins scoring for us in the conference, and it's just because it was it was a, an international break, so the Prem and the the Championship weren't playing. And yeah. so no one had heard of James Constable, so it must be James Collins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, unbelievable. But yeah, yeah. I, like incredibly proud after that yeah. Man City performance because we yeah. were in it. Yeah, oh, there, there's a point, I, I, I think sometimes you kind of, uh, when you're in and watching the game, you, you kind of, you, you obviously can't sort of play replays in your mind, but there was a clip that was put on of the lead up to Sykes' chance at the, mm. where the ball came over back post. And there was about sort of a minute of build up to or play leading up to that where we were we were exceptional. There was it started with their goalkeeper putting a long ball down, Massinio headed it. But um Brannigan controls it beautifully, plays a through ball to um uh to Mackey who gets a chance, we win the ball back, goes out for a throw, and immediately we're back on it. And it it's kind of looking back, you realise it we didn't just have little sort of chances where something happened and we created a half chance. We we play and we outplayed them at times. We were we were exceptional and it, mm-hmm. it's it, it it's great that we carried that. You're right. You sort of go back to Shrewsbury and MK Dons. It was just so so little spark. spark. It just felt flat and or you know or perhaps perhaps we've run out of 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 energy. But certainly Man City second half the energy and and the and the 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 intelligence, you know, that mm. we put into the game and against Wickham as well was was a joy to watch. Mm. Yeah, I think um, one of the things we'll, we'll go into uh, in a bit of detail on this is the injuries that we've had. And it's not even just, oh, we've got so used to playing Goran and Brannigan in midfield. It's we've got used to playing Goran and Brannigan in midfield. Goran's suspended, Brannigan's injured. Um, but we've got uh, then... Sykes has has been out uh, in that time, not for long, but Baptiste has been out. Mm. Um, it, it, Hansen's been out. It's Thorne, Ford. It, yeah, it's, it ended up being mm. of the central midfielders we've had. Uh, we've had like ten injuries, and seven of them have have been in central midfield, and yeah. and that's difficult to patch. Mm. Yeah, you know when we Woodburn end up playing, well. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, well, that's yeah, a real yeah. shame about him, isn't it? Yeah, um, going into the Shrewsbury game. We were playing, um, it, well, we ended up with Cadden in midfield as well. Mm. Obviously, um, off went, went forward with his ribs, which looked pretty nasty. Mm. Um, yeah, it was just, yeah, it, it's difficult to patch and hopefully we're coming to the end of that injury set. Yeah. Um, you're right, when, when you're playing James Henry as a defensive midfielder, yeah. then, you know, it's, it shows how... how 
how yeah. much we're struggling in that position. And it was an interesting at the start of the season. It was like, oh crap, how many how many more central midfielders do we need? Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, yeah. worked out actually. We needed a lot. So um, it's, I, I it's go on. Yeah, it's almost like um, Robinson. You know, managed what we were going into yeah. quite well. Yeah, oh, yeah, this yeah. is how we're playing. We'll get some injuries in this position. We'll overpile it. Yeah. So yeah. Sorry, Fraser. Go on. No, I was going to say, I know it's such a cliche, but um, when these players come back, it will be like, oh, these, these are new players. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but as soon as they're back, you know, when you when you really think about the ones that are out, you think, God, we have a lot of good players coming back and we're playing well at the moment. Yeah. Mm. So this can only be a good thing, surely. Yeah. You you say about him overloading the midfield, you you wonder as well, I, I don't know this for certain, you, I don't know how many people watch the mic'd up programme, the BT Sport did um, at the training ground and, and the level of detail that the club goes into you wonder whether that's something they look at at the start of the season and go right okay which which positions you know take the most impact injuries where do we need extra play you know it might be mm. like your fullbacks are pretty robust they get through the season with without missing many games you know and and we can put this player here that player there midfielders yeah that's that's where we get our injuries so we do need to overload it that program I think showed Huge levels of, of of detail that the club go into. It might have been something that they that you know they were aware of. I th- I think I'd I'd be interesting to compare that program with one about maybe Steve Evans or Graham Wesley or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Purely half an hour because hit it. <laughs> yeah, well that that's what it was on the touchline. Yeah. It, you know, one one side doing tactical. <laughs> sort of changes and shouting things that were were thought about and and processed and the other half would just you know try harder be faster <laughs> hit the big man yeah, yeah. um talking about hit the big man <laughs> yesterday seamless yeah <laughs> thanks for that Simon I pounced on that um uh, so yesterday we played Wickham Wanderers uh top of the league haven't lost in a stupid amount of times. Haven't lost away this season. I think that's. I think their other loss came at home. Uh, that might just be wrong, but if it was, then it was well researched. Um, so, yeah, I think before the red card we were the better side, yeah. but then the red card sort of cemented it. I've seen a few people going. Messinio milked it. He did milk it, but do you know what? If you're on a booking mm. and you raise your arms, you're an idiot. Yeah. And it, and which you, is a shame because I think he's a lovely Fenwick guy. Grabs you round the throat, you know, quite, quite, sort of aggressively. It's not, you know, I, I hate the phrase, but he's got every right to go down. And yeah, it, and it's something that we've we've complained about other teams doing, and maybe those little bits of of the dark arts, if you want to call it that, and and yeah. play acting. I don't like to see it, but. Hey, oh, we, it's not like we've completely changed the way we play and it's awful to watch now. No, we're playing some wonderful football and when yeah. we need to, if we just do those little things that give us an advantage, um, why not? Well, he's thought, an ex-chair boy anyway, so maybe he learnt yeah, it there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I thought um, I thought I, I was amazed at how naive Akinfenwa was to... Mm. You'd think someone like him would have just walked away from that. and yeah. But he really seemed to get stuck right into it and... Yeah. 
And also, the initial challenge that led to all of this, the ref didn't seem to have a problem with it first. No. He sort of even turns his back as if to watch the play continue. Yeah. And then sees the guy rolling five million times and thinks, oh, no, I'll, I'll stop now. Yeah. What? It, I th- it was an odd one because I remember Brian Ledson, I think it was Rochdale away a, couple, a few seasons back when he used to go clattering into people. It reminded me of that. It was like, yeah, good. Yeah. He took the ball, took the man a little bit as well, but took the ball. And it... At first, you're thinking, "Great tackle! Here we go!" Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. He's oh, he stopped it. Why? Yeah. And well, you, I yeah, get you my... immediately look at the ref, don't you, and think, "Oh, what's yeah. he doing?" Yeah. And he just sort of watched the play continue. I thought, yeah. "Oh, okay, fine." <laughs> In my humble opinion, what's happened is one of the managers <laughs> has said, <laughs> "Has said, try and get someone sent off." Yeah. If there's a if there's a tough mm. challenge, go in all guns blazing. Yeah. Well, yeah. they managed to get someone sent off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and that's what's happened. You know, it's a fairly hard challenge, and it is. And Gorin's doing that week in week out. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know who made that challenge yesterday, but um, it it is just a tough challenge. And they've gone right. Here's now where we surround everything and make it get heated to try and get mm. him sent off. Yeah. And he's got too heated and just. Raised his arms. He's on a booking. It's uh, uh, there's sorry. just no excuse for it. I'm yeah. sorry, but the shit we've had to put up with with Gareth Ainsworth sides over the years. I don't care. Sorry. <laughs> well, well, that's a balancing act, Gareth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, um, to him, his comments after the game, from what I've read, I haven't listened to everything he said, but but certainly I think he's been quite complimentary about it. They're, some of their, yeah, fan, was. Their, their fans have been a little bit. Oh, but he's been yeah very complimentary. So. And yeah, also, there was this... Uh, Robinson made some comment in his post-match interview, mm. which he didn't want to go any further with, but he said something happened that you might have seen and you might not, but he wasn't going to mention what it was. Which is sort of like when someone says, <laughs> oh, I know something, and yeah. then don't tell you. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. put something on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <like that. laughs> A status like, some people annoy me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, hun, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. My favourite one from Wickham fans was, I can't believe that you were playing it into the corners in the last few minutes. <laughs> we <Right>. didn't. <laughs> you were one down and your goalkeeper was wasting time in the 46th minute. Okay, so that's the end of that. Right. Um, I, I, I think we should leave it with that's the end of that. But <laughs> um, <laughs> I, one thing that I'll, I'll mention over those last few games is we've scored three goals in the six games I've mentioned. Mm. Now, we've scored a lot this season. It, obviously, with the holes in midfield, it's more difficult. But is that the issue or is there something bigger? You, you know, you look at the Man City game and we're creating the chances, but suddenly we're not scoring as much. Um, is there anything to look into there or will it just turn I, itself around? I, I think you. it's a bit of a cliche, but, but footballers always say... You've got to be worried if you're not creating chances. If you're creating chances and they're not going in, well, that's one of those things. Goalkeepers can, are making saves or whatever. If if you're not creating chances, then you've got an issue. And I think it's just we're just going through a period where goalkeepers are making saves. You know, the, we could have again if we'd have that, had that second half against Man City against say MK Dons, I think we'd have scored three or four. Mm-hmm. You know, because the the quality of their defending was much better than we faced. The quality of the goalkeeper, he made two or three really good saves. Against yeah, which is lower, annoying because yeah. he ah oh, he's dreadful when you watch him. <laughs> <laughs> against lesser opposition, you know, we scored three or four maybe. Uh, yeah. you know, playing that Man City second half and and against Wickham again. We, 
they defended very well. They're top of the table. They've hardly conceded any goals. So I think mm. it, the the games that we talked about earlier, where we'd only scored, got you know one or two, or or, or Shrewsbury where we didn't score, Exeter, Warsaw, we only got the one. It, yeah, we we just we're still creating chances, and, and yeah. that those sort of goals will come again. We're we're still playing reasonably decent football. I think. Yeah, mm. Shrewsbury MK Dons were were poor for other reasons, um, but I think we carry on. We're we're playing well again, and and those goals will come. Um, for anyone who's wondering, like well, anyone who listens long enough to know that my father-in-law is a Wickham season ticket holder, um, he was in watching my show yesterday, um, <laughs> and I got a shout out for him. In yeah. which he found out that we were one 0 up and da- they were down to ten men. <laughs> um, I haven't heard from him since the end of the game. So, yeah, Fun, we'll see what happens. Funny story: when I was at uh, Liam's wedding and I'd had a few jars, shall we say? Uh, I I didn't know that this was uh, Liam's now wife's dad, and we were talking, and uh, I think I said something like, "Yeah, I think I think Liam's wife's family are Wickham fans." And I didn't say it in like a rude tone. And he went, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm her dad. And I went, oh, are you the Wickham fan? Oh, please, <laughs> shut up, shut up. <laughs> lovely uh, man, lovely man, though. Lovely. He is, he is. Yeah. I know he's listening, so. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. not. <laughs> um, right, so at some point yesterday, a smoke bomb uh, was thrown. Um, I say smoke bomb, people say pyros. My theatre background says it's a smoke bomb, not a pyro. Um, What's a pyro out of interest? Uh, it contains uh, sparks or fire, yeah. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. Um, from, from the but... Greek, is it, I think? <laughs> right. Well, that's what I wanted to discuss, the etymolo- I'm just <laughs> waiting for like, the QI buzzer to go off now. Yeah. Um, right, there's dispute as to whether it came from the home fans or the away fans, but a flare... It was, it was, yeah, it's no, definitely it not so. a flare. Well, yeah, but I mean, if you're going to try and stitch up a club... Yeah, um, yeah it's true, I suppose. I, I don't know. It, it, like, the, the thing that annoys me about it, yeah, is the tweet, yeah. uh, which, I, if you haven't seen it, it's uh, TVP um, tweeting Ooh. out, basically saying... Oh well, well done because your club could face a points deduction. Um, they will be fined, and you might get arrested or whatever. Um, I just, I, I, there are so many sides to this argument. You've got the yeah. like, it's against the rules. Why are you doing it? I, I completely get that side. You've got the every other country in the world does it without any issue. I get that side. You've got the there are kids in here. That's why we don't want it. I get that side. But the, the scaremongering tweets, I don't think help at all. It makes an us and them between the the stewards yeah. and police and the yeah. fans, and I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah, I mean, what what exactly? Is, I mean, I guess you've made the exact point that it is a, a an argument with two sides, but what with two equal sides? But what is it that? What? Why are they banned in this country? I don't actually know. Is it a health and safety thing? Yeah, I think so. Is it that it blocks your vision? Because apparently there's nothing wrong with inhaling that a little no, bit. No, there so. isn't. As as an actor, all the smoke and that sort of thing is is completely fine. So when you hear people coughing when smoke's on stage, 
that's that's uh, yeah um wow I'll tell you, that's... it's psychological um it, when the audience start coughing as soon as they see it it's psychological oh, or okay. they're attention seeking i'm guessing <laughs> it, it it comes from a health and safety thing that you can't see where you're going and there's stairs around or i don't well, know probably which you know all of our health and safety stuff comes from the eu which is why it's banned all around europe yeah <laughs> 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 a little, little bit of politics there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you've got to remove you've got to remove the roadblock. Break the deadlock. <laughs> yeah. It's funny what you say about through Europe, you know, in I don't know which country, but recently one of the countries has, has worked with football clubs um and the police and the authorities and the ultras sort of scene out there to work a way of allowing these sort of smoke displays and fire pyro sort of displays to happen legally. And I think that that's I guess that if we want that sort of thing over here, then that's the way it's got to go. We can't just go, oh, well, I'm going to let them off anyway. Well, how about working with the Football Supporters Federation, the, the, you know, the football trusts and those sort of things and try and work a way of changing these laws? You know, the, yeah. the laws around football, you know, we, we've all... A lot of the the laws have sort of stemmed from, was it the Taylor report after, after yeah, Hillsborough, Hillsborough? You know, yeah. with, oh, well, you, you know... Hillsborough was caused by X, Y, and Z, so we'll ban that. Well, actually, you know, in the in the intervening years, it's been sort of shown that no, our, you know, being drunk wasn't an issue at Hillsborough. Being, you know, this, that, and the other, those weren't issues. We're so, simply too many people in one place. Yeah. So, yeah. so and fences. But, but we're still being, you know, the laws around football are still those. You know, you you can turn up drunk to a pretty much any other sort of large event, sporting, music, whatever it is. Yeah. And it's fine. You turn up to a football ground and they think you're drunk. Well, that's that's a criminal offence. Drinking yeah. on a coach on the way to only one sport, drinking on the coach, is a criminal offence. You could yeah. go to Ascot think, or rugby and it's gone. <clears throat> so. I think the, the problem that we have is that um, the, the, the roadblock we have, to borrow a phrase mm. from our glorious leader, <laughs> is that... Um, Obviously, it's politicians that have to decide on these things, and yeah. there's they could be perfectly good arguments for it to come back, standing pyro, whatever, mm. as far as smoke bombs, Lynn. Um, but they <laughs> Not... don't want to be the one that said yes to it, and then no. something happens again. Yeah. It's, it's exactly the argument with the death penalty. Yeah. It always comes up that if you could make arguments for it, the Commons would never vote it back in because mm. they don't want to be the ones when there's a wrong conviction. Yeah. I hope anyone started to listen to this and then went, I can't be bothered to listen to this. I'm going to skip forward. I can't be bothered to listen to this. Stuff. I'll skip forward. And you've gone, the death penalty. <laughs> and it's not a vote winner either, is it? Is there, you know, most, most people who don't go to football still think that football fans are a bunch of thugs. So yeah. it, it's, it, there's, there's no kind of political advantage, really. I no. think it needs, but hopefully it will build. And, you know, like I say, the, People like the F Football Supporters Federation are doing great work highlighting the, the, the sort of overuse of powers against football fans. Yeah. And, and fingers crossed it will change, but it's going to take yeah, some time. Fine. I'd quite like to see it that you can set them off prior to kickoff. Yeah. So as the teams come out, you know we've got our displays. Yeah. You can do it then, and make, then do yeah. it during the game, because then, you know. Well, the, the, the weird thing is, like you say, you know, it's illegal, you can go to jail, da da da. How many of the sort of games that are shown live on Sky and BT have massive firework sort of displays flying, you know, and flames and, and you mm. know, all sorts of pyrotechnics going on before the game? So mm. it's, it's, I guess it, it must be 
something to do with a health and safety issue well how, how about maybe if if our fans want to do something like that work with the club work with the club and the authorities and say look Premier League clubs do this kind of thing before a game what can we do that's legal before a game mm. yeah. and, and do it that way uh, on on sort of the note of displays and that sort of thing, the mural, absolutely fantastic. Oh, that's outstanding, mm. isn't it? Yeah. It just brings the place to life. Yeah. Yeah. Um and it was great it was great that the first league game with it there, we won. The first game with it there, we were you know, it was a memorable one. It was up there with Middlesbrough in terms of appreciating a loss. Mm. Um and along those those sort of notes with displays and so on in a town where I was born yeah lived a man <laughs> um, sla- very sadly Jim Smith has, has passed away if you've missed that news I'm sorry to break it to you but where have you been in a fridge with Boris Johnson <laughs> um, yeah very sad news uh, any any standout memories from from his era eras Eyes what? looking at Simon now. <laughs> well, I yeah. can tell you about the second era, but yeah. yeah. No, I I started watching the the club when Jim Smith was in charge, and and we were charging up from Division Three to Two, and and into the, what's now the Premier League, and and that that side was played some of the best football I've seen, not just us play, but pretty much any football club play. They yeah. they were had. You looked at every position on the pitch, and I think a lot of people say about somebody like Trevor Hebbard in '86, he should have gone to the World Cup. If he'd have been playing at one of the bigger clubs, he, he would have been, you know, playing for England at the World Cup. He was that good, and yeah. we have, you know, lots of players. He thought it was a real sort of ragtag bunch as well. You know, Dave Langan hadn't played for a long time because of knee injuries, and and he brought him in, and he just, you know, excelled, and it, it was. A, brilliant it, it was relatively simple in that we just attacked we we played played the ball on the ground we got the ball wide and we we had a big man and a small man up front and it was just a joy to watch and and yeah. Jim Smith obviously you know he, he went around the country you know he managed at Newcastle and QPR and Portsmouth and Derby and and was involved at other clubs as well and you just sort of think how you know respected he was in football but he he made Oxfordshire his home, you know, after after he retired, he still lived in the area. And then obviously came back to us, you know, uh, for that second period and, and you know, ended his life, you know, stayed stayed until the end of his life in, in Oxfordshire. Yeah. He loved the county, he loved the people. And it, it's it's nice that, that he, he felt as much love for us as we did for him. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and then obviously came back when we when we needed someone the most. Mm. Um, I, I can remember going into Salisbury away, and uh, Jim Smith turning up and and going to go through, and they asked if he had a ticket, and he <laughs> went, "What?" And he said, uh, you'll need a ticket to go through. And he's like, no, I'm the Oxford manager. They went, okay, what's your name? And he went, are you joking? <laughs> <laughs> Just watching this dialogue between yeah. someone. So quick-witted mm. in, in this set about, and obviously with the, giving the, uh, the glasses to the linesman. And uh, yeah. uh, like, such a character and loved all around football, but definitely a special place in, in our hearts, yeah. uh, Oxford. Um, so, yeah, very Talking sad. of being quick-witted as well, I'm going to tell a, a little anecdote. Not it's sort of second-hand anecdote that um, that Ash Mason told me that they were stood 
I can't remember which game. It might have been Salisbury away or, or a, 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 one of the conference games away. And the uh, their goalkeeper was was slightly on the large side, and um, there was a, either a, sh- a shot into the top corner or something. Something happened, and uh, the goalkeeper really should have done better. And uh, Jim Smith turned to the guys who stood behind the touch behind the dugout and said, "That'd have been a pork pie. He got his hand to it." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, he, he he was a. You're right. He was quick witted. He was genuine. The the players clearly loved him. Um, yeah. You know, you, it, BBC Radio Oxford did a lovely sort of um, tribute to him um, on the day that we heard the news, and. Jerome was, you could hear Jerome's voice cracking, Peter Rhodes Brown voice cracking. I think there was an awful lot of, you know, hardened football fans who, who don't sort of shed a tear to, to very much listening to that who were, were blubbing, myself and included. And how many pictures on Twitter with, with him? Yeah. And you think, you know, because he was, if, if you went and chatted to him, he'd chat back. He wouldn't yeah. be too busy for you. Mm. Lovely man. Yeah. 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 Um, Right, home form, 2019, with one game to go. 19 games, 39 points. We've had 11 wins, 6 draws, and 2 losses. Um, scored 33, conceded 17. Like, you, you whack that into... A, well, I mean, if we had done that all in one season, 19 games and 39 points, you know, we're 6 points better off than we are currently. Um, yeah, and we'd, I would say we're doing quite well. Up in sixth. Um, phenomenal year in terms of home form. Mm. Home form yeah. at the Kassam Stadium. <laughs> we've missed Fortress. for so long. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like it, it, even the 15-16 season, even in the conference the, the, the 10 years ago, we just, we couldn't win at home. It was yeah. all away points that we were living off. We're doing quite well at home. This is amazing. Yeah, it's, it's a weird feeling, isn't it? I mean, we sort of... Uh... We sort of love to hate our ground, but um, when you hear stats like that, you sort of think, well, that's that's not bad. <laughs> a train's just going past. <laughs> I was going to say, what's that? I thought you, I thought you might right have been calling the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no. Um, so, yeah, yeah, home form is, is, yeah, I've just never known it at home. I've never weird, known going it? to a home game going, nah, we'll, we won't lose it. Yeah, yeah. Out of interest, what were the defeats? Uh, Burton remember. was definitely one. Oh, yeah, so that was this season, wasn't it? Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, and I can't remember the other one, though. Uh, who cares? Simon will come out with it in a minute because he's frantically <laughs> Googling as we speak. He's just done Control-T. New tabs open, <laughs> off we go. <laughs> um, or Command-T, if you want a Mac. Well, whilst I am. Yeah. <laughs> Apple, if you want to send us free stuff, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what maybe Pep's doing now, unwrapping all his <laughs> Apple goods. <laughs> wonder how he's doing. Uh, I don't know. He's gone remarkably quiet recently. Yeah. Um, while Simon's looking for that stat, um, the fans' forum happened. Um, yeah. Again, a, a surprisingly small turnout, I thought, but, you know, fairly informative. Um, it's just a shame when it comes to stadium stuff, it's always the same, like, well, we can't talk about anything. So. Yeah. Peterborough. Uh, uh, it was uh, Peter. Peter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was seamless. 1 0, 16th yeah. of February. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Um, yeah, on the forum, um, I've got to say, something did annoy me. When I got back after that, because I went to it, I sat next to Simon, actually. Um, something annoyed me that, that, that it was, a lot of our fans were, seemed to 
uh, be like fuming over the sort of questions that were getting asked. Um, and it just, everyone seemed to become like the self-appointed judge of what constitutes a good question and what doesn't. I mean, the big one, wasn't it, was someone asked... About climate change. Uh, yeah, about yeah. what the club... Now, I think what the guy was asking was, what are the club doing to contribute to, you know, making themselves as an organisation sort of greener and this sort of thing, And which I don't think is a terrible question. But, no. but the, Twitter seemed to react with, what about the stadium? Or, we yeah. have... Asked about the bloody stadium. Well, also, what do you want them to say? Why don't you go along and ask? Well, exactly. Yeah. And it's an hour-long forum. You know, you're right. You know, I think the first questions that were asked were were quite detailed about leases at the training ground and buybacks and, and yeah. what, you know, they they weren't just oh, isn't it great that we've got the the um, training ground now? What do you think? It was quite detailed you know, uh, legal questions about how we were running it. So there were some some detailed questions there. And you're right, I think people are interested in in other things <coughs> as well. And and we'd obviously, the club had obviously thought about it because he said, yeah, you know, for training, each player has their own sort of reusable bottle with their name yeah. on it. So it, it is something they do. And crikey, you, you know, you look at Forest Green and and they're, they're, aren't they building a new stadium out of wood or something? Or about yeah. yeah. So you know it's something. You're right. It, or any organisation can't just ignore certain aspects of life and go. No, oh, I think. Do us. We have to think right, this us. is going to sound a bit political because it is a bit. But it, I think the media shape people's views on um, environmental issues quite mm. a lot. Yeah. Uh, I, what I'm doing at the moment in the dressing room the other day, one of the people said, uh, oh, I've got to go to London in a few weeks. Apparently that Extinction Rebellion will be going on. Well, that's going to ruin everything for me. I'm all for a protest, but why does it have to impact other people? Because yeah. that's a protest. <laughs> oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Really? Is like, that where we're at? And in terms of green stuff, if only science were to back these people up. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. It does. Yeah. Every scientific report backs it up. Every yeah. single one. The... the any that have come out and not backed it up have then been disproven, discredited. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, uh, it annoys me so much when people get, oh, oh, we can't even do that anymore. Why have we got to have a paper straw? You yeah. don't have yeah. to have a paper straw. Drink it out of the cup like a yeah. human being. <laughs> yeah. like, like a grown-up. I, yes. really, I really don't understand the... this thing with straws. Well, I, just, just, yeah, tip the yeah. cup into your oh, mouth yeah. like you do but with so literally harder. every other drink. <laughs> it's so much harder to drink a milkshake. Oh, boo-hoo. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> to yeah. drink a milkshake. Listen <laughs> to yourself. Right. It's that kind of, oh, these bloody do-gooders, as if doing good is a bad thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, no, I know. No, yeah. you know. It's... It, People putting themselves out to try and make things better, you know, in 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 the same way that Oxfox spent an awful lot of time and and was, you know a lot of fans put a lot of money towards that mural. Well, that you know that yeah. came about because people wanted to do something good, and, yeah. and and it's the same with, you know, everything. You you do it for a for a, or you hope you're doing it for a positive reason. Yeah, it's like those people who congratulate themselves on sort of hating charity workers. Yeah. Like, like, oh, here's fucking Geldof again with his latest song. What's he want my money again for? Yeah. I mean, really? Is this the biggest issue in your life, that, that Bob Geldof is collecting money for... Oh, OK, all right. I saw him at Winter Wonderland a couple of years ago. Yeah? What was <laughs> he up to? Having a mulled wine. 
Well, I don't know why that's funny, but it is. <laughs> was Midua um, there as well? <laughs> not champagne. Um, He's not a champagne socialist. He's not no, a no, no, no. socialist. Well, it's definitely a hot drink. I yeah. can't speculate too much. But. Yeah. Uh, right, we're playing Lincoln. We can, we're playing against the map. Mm-hmm. Mm. Terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, especially after beating them 6-0. It's, it's going to be weird, isn't it? I don't know. It's going to be. It's going to be real, man. It's going to be. I mean, it's the first time he's been back, isn't it? For we didn't have any friendlies with Leicester when he was there, did we? No, that was when he no. was here, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think he was at the game on Wednesday. I saw some. Oh some yeah, he was on Sky's media. punditry or yeah, something. Or, yeah. yeah. Well, he was also at the game, but it was the the game before he took over properly when we beat them six nil. Yeah. Um, which. Absolutely, I, I saw on um, on the iFollow interview with Ruffs that will be pinned. Their ma- that match, re- I'll start again. That match report will be pinned to their dressing room door. Yeah, I mean, um, and it's weird. I, isn't it? I because... fear for our dugout. Well, yeah. <laughs> Imagine the fourth official on Boxing Day. Jesus, in between those two. Yeah, uh, and um, one of them will just be stood there looking threatening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's weird, isn't it? Because it's you thought it felt like the the, the first time Appleton came back to our ground, you'd want to. It would be that he was in some sort of a uh, like hospitality capacity where we could clap him and things like that. But that isn't really going to happen, is it? Uh, you know, he's he's the opposition no, manager. Round of applause. I, I think he'll get. Yeah, I think he'll get a, a very a, a warm good, welcome. Yeah, a warm welcome. Oh, definitely. absolutely, he should do. Yeah, but you know, I he, think you know, three p.m. That's where it ends. You know. Yeah. He's, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's and got he would, to. He would expect yeah. that as well. He's not. Yeah, of so course. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Um, um, I, I think, well, we can expect a good footballing game. Yeah. Um, they've not done great so far, have they, uh, since he's taken Not wonderfully. Over. I think, well, Matt needs time, and I'm yeah, hoping yeah. he needs a bit longer. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, they've, so, they've, they've won a couple of games. They lost lost yesterday to Coventry, but they, they've won... To their two previous games but yeah before that it was a bit yeah not great not yeah. great well okay so predictions I'm going to say um, I'm going to say 3-1 Oxford I, I too am going to say 3-1 Oxford mm. I'm going to go 2-0 Oxford 2-0. yeah alright okay uh, I think Taylor will score and Henry will score and Fossey there we go just right. putting that out there. I'm going to Mackie and Dickie. Yeah. Ooh. All I like the that. Keys, all One the from keys. the top and any other five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, any any ideas on goal scorers, Fraser? I mean, it's a blind guess, but go on. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, yeah, oh, oh, Taylor. Taylor Hattrick. Imaginative, yes. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, well, let's hope let's hope one slash all of those happen. We end yeah. up winning nine nil, eight nil. Okay. Well, thank you for uh, listening to this dribble as usual. Um, and yeah, we've we've done hi Tim, but let's do it again. Hi Tim. Hi, Tim. hi, hi Tim. Rufy Roo. Yeah, Rob. Hi Bob. Hi oh, Shane. Andrew Lawrence. <laughs> Joe um, Leonard. Uh... We've got Gladys here. She's ill. Uh, <laughs> Oh no! Sorry, she's 111. 
It's usually the other way round, isn't it? Is that but. is that one of the uh, the lines from the Panto? It's not. It's not. But last year we set up to do it and gone. Oh, we've got Gladys, who's uh, who's 111 today. There she is at the back with her grandparents. <laughs> so just a bit of a curveball. Liam, can I ask when you tell people you're doing Panto, does does everyone do that joke at you? Like, oh no, you're not. Yes. Yeah, I thought so. I suspected as much. I, I, would, say, I wouldn't feel patriotic if we didn't do that. The other week, though, because that had happened before the game, the, the person sat in front of me had, had asked, you know, how, how the work's coming in, and I said, I'm just off to Panto. He said, oh, no, you're not, and all of oh. that stuff. Anyway, Eastie came out for the ball. Sort of, it caught his arm and went over him, and then he couldn't see where it was. I shouted, "He's behind, oh, it's behind you. And the guy in front absolutely lost it. He loved it, loved it, loved every minute. Probably the first thing he said chuckling. when he got home. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was fun. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's about it. Cool. So, um, well, we'll be back after the Lincoln game. Yeah. Um, and we'll try to get one in before New Year. So, uh, Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah, Thanks Merry for listening. Christmas. Merry Christmas. And goodbye. Bye. Bye.